Listener Production. Australia Today's Morning Agenda. Good morning. Thanks for your company. I'm Talissa Bazaz, filling in for Natasha Belling. Let's check what's making headlines this Friday, the 8th of April. Australia is applying more pressure on Russia over its invasion of Ukraine and will become one of the first countries to provide combat vehicles. The federal government is set to give 20 refitted Bushmasters with the first lot to be airlifted to Europe from Brisbane this morning. The vehicles worth $50 million have been refitted with additional armour and with reports the words United with Ukraine have been painted on the sides in both Ukrainian and in English. Meantime, Australia has announced further sanctions against Russian elite and oligarchs overnight. Foreign Minister Maurice Payne speaking at NATO headquarters says Russia must be held accountable. The events we have seen uncovered in Bucha this week only reinforce the importance of strong global coordination in response to Russia for their actions. Russia has been suspended from the UN Human Rights Council amid Moscow's alleged war crimes in Ukraine. Olive Skug from the European Union says 93 members voted in favour of the move. Those members commit to uphold the highest standards in the promotion and protection of human rights. Russia has violated those criteria through its activities in Ukraine. China and Belarus were among those to vote against the move while India abstained from voting. Back home and to New South Wales as Sydney has broken its annual rainfall totals in just over three months as the deluge continues for much of the state. The severe weather front has triggered flooding and major evacuation orders in southern Sydney with SES crews run off their feet. The Illawarra and South Coast has also copped the brunt of the torrential rain with some roads becoming rivers and a number of landslips occurring. Here is SES New South Wales Arctic Commissioner Daniel Austin on Channel 10. We've got uh, in excess of five 500 um, SES volunteers out on the ground at the moment, supported by a whole range of uh, other emergency services. Uh, We've been responding um, already and will continue to respond as long as we need to. Meantime, the PM's hit back at the Queensland government, accusing the state of not delivering federal flood funding to victims. Scott Morrison has now committed to pay for half of the proposed $741 million fund that would see flood-affected communities offered grants to retrofit or raise their homes. Mr Morrison says states must be transparent about where the money goes. We'll make it happen. I don't think people want to see fights between state and federal governments. State government has sought to make an issue out of this. So I just want to make sure the support flows. But I've put some conditions on it. The Queensland government still hasn't spent $52 million from the support we've given them for past natural disasters. And to Victoria and all remaining refugee and asylum seekers detained at a Melbourne hotel have been released. Eight men were allowed to leave the Park Hotel in Carlton last night. Some have been detained there for nine years after they were medically evacuated from Nauru and Papua New Guinea. It's the same hotel tennis star Novak Djokovic was detained in during his visa debacle. It's understood they'll be granted with bridging visas to stay in Australia temporarily, with reports there are only 10 refugees left in detention across Australia. Now let's check what's happening in your state with our reporters on the ground starting in Western Australia and the Premier has shut down suggestions to scale back COVID-19 restrictions as Perth edges closer to its peak. Our reporter Emma Griffiths has the details from Perth. 
Yeah, that's right. The Premier continues to defend our mask mandate despite hospitalisations lower than predicted. But Mark McGowan says the extra protection is staying in place for now. When we can get out of mask wearing, as soon as we can, we will. Uh, But at this point in time, it's an important tool to ensure we reduce the spread of the virus, reduce the spread of people exiting the workforce because they're forced to furlough. So at this point in time, it's required. But the state opposition leader, David Honey, isn't convinced. Premier needs to urgently bring forward the review. Look, there are appropriate places to wear masks. Hospitals, aged care centres, where there are vulnerable people. Uh, it's appropriate. And of course, people have the individual choice to keep doing that. And to Victoria now, and the state government is rolling out free rapid COVID tests to another huge portion of the community, those living with a disability. James Lake in Melbourne says the big announcement comes after disability advocate Dylan Alcott called up the Premier himself. That's how the story goes. Talisa Alcott claims he phoned Dan Andrews himself, demanding a solution so people with a disability could get out and about in an easier and much safer way. Alcott says one in five Victorians living with some form of disability will benefit and the rats will be easy to get. We are announcing free rat tests for all Victorians with disability. So you can go into any testing centre or hit up your disability liaison officer and you can get rat tests so you can start getting out, living your life in a safe way so you feel more comfortable. Now for the latest in business and finance. We're joined this morning by Effie Zahos, editor-at-large at CanStar. Effie, good morning. Record weekend for auctions, but will buyers continue to come in given rate hikes continue and there are forecasts the RBA hikes will be brought forward? Yeah, it uh Sounds like a very interesting weekend. And this data has come from CoreLogic. They're reporting about 4,086 homes are scheduled to go under the hammer. And that's a 27.3% increase from last week. But as you point out, I mean, what will the clearance rate be? We'll have to wait, obviously, and see. Because this comes off the back of one of Australia's major banks bringing forward its rate height expectations. Yes, Westpac only just announced that it expects a much shorter tightening cycle with consecutive rate hikes in June, July and August. And they believe the RBA will have a pause in September then hike the cash rate again in October and November. And their forecast is for the cash rate to be sitting at 1.25% by the end of the year. Um, Look, these are sharp and hard rate rises. And if it does go ahead, it will see a lot of home buyers in a position that they've probably never seen before. And it also comes at the same time that Westpac announced it's increased its fixed rates for the fifth time this year for both homeowners and investors. It's not good news if you want to fix your loan. Um, But look, on a positive note, there's still considerable amount of variable rate loans under 2%. And what's this about a big change coming to our energy bills next year, Effie? Yeah, this is quite interesting because I know Victoria's got it already, but for for the rest of the states, what we're going to see is something quite interesting on our bills. Come March next year, what you'll find is a little statement in there basically saying that you may not be on the best offer from your provider. It's part of a move that's aimed to make energy bills more simpler for consumers. Um, and it's called a better offer statement. So essentially what you'll see is a little note in there saying you're probably not on the best plan. You could save more by switching to this plan. And it will also have to say where you can actually get more details and switch. And like I said, Victoria has had this, but uh, for other states, this will be something new. So New South Wales, Queensland, South Australia, ACT and Tassie can expect this on their bill from March next year. Awesome. Hopefully that will make things a lot simpler. Thank you, Effie. (laughs) 
to sport now with Brett Thomas and Brett Tiger Woods. His golf fans following his every move at the Masters, but it's an Aussie stealing a show in the opening round. Yeah, uh, Cameron Smith is off to an absolutely blinding start, of course, coming off the Players' Championship uh, victory, which is unofficially the fifth major in golf. He's trying to do something that only Tiger has done. That's win the Players and the Masters in the same year. He's in a really good position to claim the green jacket, albeit it's still early. We're only into the first round, but he's six under par through seven. Just had a chance to birdie the 17th, uh, par that hole. So he has a two-shot lead at the moment and is playing some stunning golf. Here's Cam Smith at 16, our leader. And his iron play has been supreme this season. And there's another one. Thanks to KO Sports there. And Tiger, who you mentioned, 14 months after that life-threatening car crash, he is one under through 16 holes the first round live as we record this this morning to Lisa. Looking at the NRL now, the Knights are licking their wounds after last night's loss to the Seagulls as their skipper confirms the worst kept secret in the rugby league. Yeah, that's right. Uh, all the the uh, focus on Kalen Ponga in the last couple of weeks has been with that uh, meeting with Wayne Bennett and who called the meeting? Well, we at least know that uh, they did get together to have a chat about uh, his future. Uh, the Knights, though, have more pressing issues, losing 30-6 to in driving rain last night at McDonald Jones State. Stadium. They've lost now three in a row. Manly have won three in a row. So uh, no Tommy Turbo, no worries uh, for them. Daly Cherry Evans was superb. But just back on Kalen Ponga and uh, pretty quickly in his post-match uh, media conference, the focus turned to that meeting with Wayne Bennett. It obviously happened, but once it happened, I've moved on. Obviously, I'm, I'm worried about the game. And like I said, it was disappointing the effort that we put in at the end. They've got a growing injury list to tonight. We've got two games in Queensland, the Warriors against the Cowboys in Redcliffe. Then it's the Broncos hoping to put a difficult week behind them when they face the Roosters. Payne Haas has been named. Looks like he will play. The NRL Integrity Unit investigation into his scuffle with Albert Kelly is yet to be handed down. And more pain for Port Adelaide in the AFL overnight. What's the latest? Yeah, absolutely. Zero and four start to the season. Only one team since 1975 has recovered from a worse start to make the finals. The Demons just going from strength to strength. Their coach believes they're not actually at their best at the moment. Just got enough done to beat the power by 32 points last night. History not kind uh, to Port Adelaide. We mentioned um, yeah, the finals picture, but the first time in their history, they've been held goalless at uh, at halftime. In fact, they didn't kick a goal till late in the third quarter, but their under-pressure coach, Ken Hinckley, believes they can still make the finals. I mean, it's too keen. Why not? We haven't had everything the way we had. It's a long season. You know, I get, I get that people are going to question my belief, but I, I'm strong in it. I think we can absolutely move forward and, and improve quickly. Odd. We should also mention Millie Boyle, Emma Tongato became the first joint winners of the Dally M last night in the NRL as well. Uh, uh, Millie is a star. She's won three premierships. Tongato's hoping to do that for the Dragons in the NRLW final. And congratulations to both of them. Such incredible athletes. Thanks, Brett. Thanks, Talissa. And unlikely scenes in the besieged Ukrainian city of Kharkiv with two medical volunteers tying the knot. Video has emerged of the pair in an abandoned underground shopping centre where the ceremony took place. The groom telling journalists despite the horrors that are happening in Ukraine, there is still room for love, kindness and affection. And that's all you need to know to start your day with Australia Today's Morning Agenda in your podcast feed from 6.30am every weekday morning. You can also find the latest episode in a whole new world of audio by downloading the Listener app for free. I'm Talissa Bazaz. Thanks for your company. Stay safe and we'll see you on Monday. Thank you.